welcome to, or welcome back to Total Spot Fest. I am JJ, that is Jamie. We are ready to talk about a whole lot of great things going on and some interesting developments, let's say, in the wrestling world. <laughs> Very. Uh, boy, our, our plan for this week's episode took a drastic turn yesterday. Drastic oh, you turn. You bet your sweet ass <laughs> it did. So... Whoop! Uh, yo, like hard, like a blues, but blues brothers getting on from upper whacker to lower whacker turn, you know. So, um, I I shouldn't have said blues brothers. I fucked it up, Jamie. I'm sorry. I don't I don't do the movie references like you. I apologize. It's okay. Well, it's okay. Thank you guys for watching, though. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate you giving us some of your time here. I believe all of our uh, technical issues that might have been arose have been sorted out. There was one platform I know, audio-wise, where there was a hang-up, but that's been resolved. So we should be on all the same audio platforms we were before. So if you're listening to us on that platform and, you, and you're like, why did you guys have a show last week? Apologies, it should be there. We should be back, though. Uh, we do appreciate you guys giving us your time, whether you're watching us or listening. Uh, if you are watching, drop a comment down below. Uh, let us know uh, <clears throat> what you think of everything. Give us a subscribe and a like while you're down there. It helps us out quite a bit, especially a like. Easy, just a little thumbs up button. Real simple, real easy. It helps us out dramatically. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, you can hit us up on Twitter or Hive Social at Toastbot. Is Hive Social still a thing, or is that a flash in the pan? Like everybody was on it for a I day. I think it's a flash of the pig because I have not <laughs> logged on in. I haven't logged on weeks. either. I haven't seen any. Everybody's like, all right, well, Twitter's not dying. We'll stay here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're all threatening to leave. We really don't want to leave. That's like kind of what <laughs> this is too easy. But at Total Spot Fest, either way. So, Jamie, mm -hmm, how have mm -hmm, you been, mm -hmm. man? I know you're, you and me both are getting it's off of work for some time here for the holidays. And I know you are more than I ready for it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a fun few weeks uh, or months uh, with work, so I'm really looking forward to recharging the old batteries, watching some wrestling, maybe playing some wrestling games. I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm I'm really into rekindling some old RPGs, watching some football, watching my Kansas City Chiefs hopefully lock up the number one seed in the AFC like they deserve. Well, they do need a little bit of help, but you know. I mean, Buffalo has a hard schedule. Our road's easier. Your, your, your road is so much easier. Like, like, like I'm not gonna lie. If you guys lose a game, you don't deserve number one seed. I don't care who it's against. Agreed. You guys, yeah. If you Agreed. lose any of your next remaining games, you don't deserve that number one seed. I'm hoping. I'm hoping yeah. the Steelers can lock up that uh, you know top ten pick. Let's. It's such a morbid thing get to that say. That's but... lineman from Stanford. Oh, or the kid from – I don't know if we'll get high enough to get the, get the kid from uh, Northwestern. I looked into him. But we might have a shot at that kid from Ohio State. He's like the number seven overall rated thing on Mel Kuyper's big board. Mm -hmm. He's a big mm -hmm. son of a bitch too. And we're not going to get in the top three. So we're not getting that, uh, the dude from Georgia that I was wanting. So nah. pass nah. on that. We'll get a, sec nah. we'll get a second nah. round D lineman. But uh, anywho. Let's anyway, talk. We're not here to talk wrestling. No, let's let's not dilly dally because, as I said, wrestling wrestling Twitter we went to Twitter yesterday along with everything with some somewhat shocking news. So first and foremost, over the weekend, uh, NXT had uh, 
one of their their shows. They're not the pay per view. They're not calling it a pay per view, but it was it was like Vengeance Day or is one of those type of things, right? And yeah, on yeah, yeah. that they had Iron Survivor matches. What's an Iron Survivor match? It's basically a King or Queen of the Mountain match with a couple different stipulations, but basically that's what it was. And for the women, Roxanne Roxanne Perez, formerly known as um, Roxy. Uh, in she began the year in uh, Ring of Honor as the women's champion, and now she won the Iron Survivor match. So she gets a title shot against Mandy Rose, the longest reigning NXT women's champion. Well, that match was this past Tuesday. Wow, that was fast. And shockingly enough, she won that match. And I watched the finish, and I was crazy like, crazy that she won it. Yeah, and she won on a uh, code red, you know, and it was like. A not very good code red. I know I've, it's, I've it's seen Pop Rocks is what it, it's called. Pop Rocks, and the thing right. is, like, if I have to compare code reds, like Sky Blues is significantly better than hers. Alexa Bliss's is significantly better than hers. <laughs> yeah, and it's she not even an okay finisher. one. Yeah, it's her finisher. That being said, that being said, she did win it. I thought, I thought that was a little shocking. And boy, was I wrong about shocking. Because, Jamie, what happened yesterday? So, right after that match, uh, Mandy goes in the back, and she is informed that she is being released. She did not ask for the release, anything. It came as a complete surprise, totally blindsided her. And would you like to know what the reason is, JJ? Oh, yes, we would. If you, and if you haven't heard this, just... Welcome to the internet, but yes. So <laughs> she has she has a brand army or whatever. Fansly the not, is the is the Fansly. Um, it's like not as it's not it's like OnlyFans, but not as OnlyFansy. I guess is the best way to put it. She posts some pictures of herself, like in bikinis, you know, thongs, whatever. Holds her boobs, you know, stuff like that. Um, nothing too crazy. Yeah, I mean, but she had one nip slip, I guess, is the whole she thing. She had a couple nip slips, and I'll talk more about that, the content-wise, in a second, but yes. Yeah, but they said that that is not the direction that WWE wants to go, and they that she put them in a corner, and they've decided to let her go. Didn't even I, really talk to her about it. Like, she could have took the shit down. And I just want to, before we really dive into this here, I just want to circle back to that point, that word you just said. That or the statement you just made there, which they made that WWE said that Mandy Rose, a person who they from Tough Enough took and made into the sex symbol of sex symbols, right? She was fired for being too sexy, basically. <laughs> what the fuck is the internet? I mean, right said Fred is rolling over in his <laughs> assumed grave if he's got a grave. I don't even know if right said Fred's dead. If anybody doesn't know who right said Fred is, he has one song. It's <laughs> too sexy for my shirt. Yeah, that stupid song. But anyway, I I thought you'd go last more set, but that uh, that is the layup, you know, reference. So touche, yeah. touche there. Yeah. Um, but I would like to say that this is the most WWE thing i have heard in a hot minute 
because she's too sexy. Like she's being too sexy. This is also coming from the same company that not only had didn't have one girl pose for Playboy. No, they didn't have one. They didn't have two. They didn't have three. They didn't have four. They had five different wrestlers pose for Playboy. Which was full on spread, full spread, full, full everything. <laughs> spread is correct, yes. And she posts a couple nip slips and it's too risque. I understand times have changed. I get it. I get the argument that you'll want to give me on this. Well, and and let me just for a second, now, now I'm not I'm definitely not gonna play devil's advocate because I one thousand percent agree with Jamie on this to the T. But for context. Because I was like, what the fuck did she do? Because I know, okay, I'm, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm single. I have no kids. I'm familiar with parts of the internet, right? I get it, okay? So there are those who are very, you know, kind of seductive but not, you know, raunchy with their OnlyFans or their paid content, if you would, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, there are those that uh, don't show anything. There are those that show stuff, but that's pretty much it. Just a little, little peep, oop, you know, that's it. And there are those that it's paper, it's basically paper whatever porn, right? So you have mm -hmm. the levels, right? So I was immediately like, okay, what exactly, was she doing like full on, you know, stuff? And... From what I read, I found some Reddit threads with some people that actually were, were talking about this and how much bullshit it was, obviously, right? And there was a couple mm -hmm. people in there that were like, I, I sign up for it. This is what we see. And for the most part, you're right. It's cover your stuff, this and that, little nip slip here and there every once in a while, right? She puts on underwear and you can, you know, she wears thongs so you can see like the outlines of her butthole. Okay. All right. Uh, whatever. Right. You She has some, some sheer stuff where you can see, you know, a little, whatever, you know, nothing major though. Um, she does do live chats though. Um, most of these content sites do have a go live thing, much like you would do from an, from a public site like Twitch or Chatterbait or my free cams, stuff like that. But it's for only for paying members, right? She does do that. And they have said that on that, uh, does get the content wise does get a little raunchy at, a little bit. That's talking, talking, talking about but raunchy a little bit, right? Considering her Sunday stream is called slutty Sunday. Okay. She does for tips, sell whatever, under whatever undergarment she's wearing on the stream to, to people. Okay. There's that. But apparently what it was, and I have no way to validate. This is just people on the internet screaming inside of Reddit, right? They is, this could be f false, but Apparently, there was a picture of him, her and her fiancé in the shower that could potentially be more than just posing. Let's put it that way. One of those things. Mm. I don't know. Uh, but so I just, anyway, is... anyway, just to put contact, I'm just throwing that out there that it's okay. there was some there was some very, very adult stuff there, even though it wasn't like porn. Okay. Yeah. Good for her. Why not? Like, dude, yeah. people are making millions of dollars off of selling pictures of their feet for crying out loud. Absolutely. Like, here, here, 
this is this is this is what I think the problem is. WWE made her into a sex symbol. So she became this larger than life sex symbol, Marilyn Monroe esque, if you will. Mm-hmm. They owned her. They own Mandy Rose. So she wanted to go ahead and go out and continue doing the sexy thing on her own and make some extra change for herself. As soon as she starts making extra change, oh shit, what do you well, well what? I'm not getting a cut of you showing people your ass on on online. Hundred percent. That's not cool. Fucking you're gone. And then now she can't use the name, whatever, which is easy. She, she, I think it's Mandy Sachs anyway. Yeah. So it's her right, her real name and not Mandy Rose. So she's completely protected by it. But I think the whole thing was in this new generation where women are more open sexually about things, you know, than ever before. There's tons of sites for, for dudes to subscribe to see whatever, to your point. Like she's trying to cash in on what WWE made her and actually make a profit off of it instead of just WWE making all the profit off of her sexuality. Yeah. And for those that are gonna come back and say yes, she was on a on a main roster contract still. So she 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 got a decent she got good she got paid well, right? Even though she's technically an independent mm-hmm. contractor because WWE's like fuck you to labor laws. Um Yeah, the she got fired. Not for being sexy or doing the sexy, but doing the sexy where WWE could make the money off the sexy. And somebody's trying to say that, oh, well, because of the content, that that has a potential legal trouble for their Mattel deal. I'm like, bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Because Matt Riddle is still employed with the company. Because the Usos are still employed with the company. Should I keep going? I can keep going, but I'm not. You know, the double standard is thick. <clears throat> this wasn't a morality firing. This was a money firing. Yeah. If they want morality, like half their roster would be fucking gone. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when Zelina Vega was, you know, uh, congratulations in future endeavors because she wouldn't turn off her Twitch stream. Because there's Vince's yeah. whole edict at the at the pandemic. These people are making money outside of us. Well, we own that, you know. And everybody yeah. had to turn off their their twitches, right? You know. Same thing, just with sex. <laughs> I mean, more power to Mandy. She's beautiful. Absolutely. She knows she's beautiful. And you know what? Like anybody who who does that online, like we have friends who who, who do that, like that we know. Yep. Power to you, man. I don't care how how you make your money. I, who gives a shit? I who who cares? Like you play a character on TV, cool. You can do whatever you want behind the scenes, and like even show people more of you. You know, like right. it's not even that big of a deal. And the thing is, most of the time, she's not really even showing more of what people no. have already seen. Realistically, she's shown a little more than Tony Storm does, but Tony Storm also, you know, she makes bank off of her OnlyFans too. You know, she and... made a million dollars when she first opened it. <laughs> it's it's like come on. I mean, work the goddamn system, and that, she'll be that's fine. All with she's it. doing. I should be fine. Like I said, she's established herself as like she doesn't have to do anything but work out and take sexy photos if she doesn't want to, right? Yeah, she she never has cool. to wrestle again, and I and I doubt she'll wrestle again. 
because I think, I think she'll go model. She'll go like TV fitness modeling. Hundred percent TV. She'll do modeling for sure, but she can do like TV appearances and stuff because WWE gives you the chops to be an actor, basically. So you know, she can yeah. go some TV roles here and there, cameos, this and that. Cool, right? Continue yeah. to do the sexy. Why not? Yeah, you do you, boo. Like, I mean, there are cam girls that make like three, four million dollars a year, <laughs> which is insane. And not, but even they probably like, do a little bit more. They do a little um, bit more, but, but not, I'm not. I'm not talking like fully X-rated stuff either. Like, well, those girls do too, you know. Uh, but there's some of them that yeah. literally just get on there and kind of get naked and dance around. Million, <laughs> million dollars. Yeah, and Boom. and she's got a built-in fan base. And if anything, this this firing is yep. probably made her get a lot more well, descriptions. I did read like, oh, there's these I pictures. read that the price went from 15 to $40 a month. Out of surprise out of nowhere. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. That's Dude. That, that's marketing 101. Like my business my business teachers back in college would be so proud of her. Like that's capitalism <laughs> baby. Capital spine man. Supine demand. Dude, no, I'm happy for her. On that I, wanna... I think it's a bullshit excuse. It is. And it paints WWE in a terrible light, as it fucking should. Like, it's ridiculous. Which And give us give us your thoughts down below. Give us a tweet. Give us a comment. Let us know what you guys think, too. But it's it's interesting, and I want to segue into that, because you talk about that painting WWE in a terrible light. It's a very interesting time when we think about this. So I read a headline. It was from WrestleTalk, so I don't know what. But I read the headline that the, – the, and I don't know what the source is. I didn't read into it. But it just – along with a couple other things I was going to talk about here, that Triple H is very upset – and a lot of the returnees, the people he brought back as NXT Old Guard, for underperforming. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Was it, yay, and then, uh, who cares, right? Tegan Knox got, got no reception, right? You know, Mia Yim's, her, her only like claim to fame anymore is getting unnecessary heat for posing with a friend of hers when she's married to another man. Ooh. Ooh. And wasn't even sexual. She was just she hopped up on and flexed. It's, it's whatever, you know, you know. Uh but you know, Gargano hasn't really made the main picture yet, you know, and that mm. might be I wouldn't blame Gargano for that, but you know, but there's there is that thought that that's going on. And I'm like, well, just like Tony Khan, similar problem. When all these things were happening, he was just like, buy, 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 buy off the open market. You can't just go bring back, bring back, bring back, bring back, bring back. And it's not how it works, you know? And did you, I know we haven't been, it's been a long time since we used to do like weekly numbers and shit, but did you by chance see Alvarez or see any note about Raw this past week? No. All right. I'm going to I didn't get to watch it. Okay. Well, you weren't alone. So, <laughs> 1.42. Oof. Oof, indeed. Oof. <laughs> it's their Oof. lowest since the uh, middle of last year, you know, middle of 21, when they well, hit those like, all-time lows. You also saw the other rumor that Vince McMahon's trying to weasel his way back into the company. Yeah, I, I, I read about that a little bit. He thinks that it was premature to let him go that the scandals and allegations would blow over. This is a man who has 
there's visible, tangible proof of misconduct and payoffs. And he's like, oh, that shit would have blown over. No big deal. <laughs> yet, yet the company's going to fire Mandy Rose for posing risque pictures. For, for showing when a little button, is, some nipples. Woo. When he on. has been a predator since the 80s. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It, it really is. Dude, if if he if he does come back, I I swear to I swear on my mother's grave, I swear on everything. I will never ever watch WWE again. And if Royal Rumble WrestleMania is close, it's on my bucket list of things to do. I will never go. Ever. Like if he if he comes back, I'm done. Like I'm trying to give it a go right now with with Triple H. It's gotten better. But man, if he comes back, I'm done. I'm so done. I have I have I I have you know, I I don't have the biggest appetite. Although I will say this about WWE, and you made mention of it, that there are some good things. You see, Kylie Ray uh, debuted. Like she's uh, yes, Brianna uh, Ray. Brianna Ray, happy for her. She also had 14 months of sobriety. Big cheers to Kylie Ray for that. Um, and did you see? You, 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 you we have never talked about her, but uh, Sol Rica. You know, have you been following her at all? Yeah, is it Sol like Rica her. or Sol Rica? Uh, it's Sol Ruka. Ruka. Are you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sol Ruka. Yeah. She's, she's got like, she's got kind of like that Rhea Ripley vibe to her when you really look at her without all the tattoos. Yeah. But you look at her it's like, holy shit. Now that I actually look at her, she is jacked, <laughs> but doesn't come out. Mm-hmm. And, but the, that finisher, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So for those of you who haven't done, seen it, go Google it. Look it up on Twitter. She does basically a backspring from the middle turnbuckle into a stunner. It's, I'm like, physics, how? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. I like it. It's like, it's like the eclipse, but inverted. Yeah. Very, very weird. Very odd, but it's really good. So I love you, it. there are things that are working there, but you know, honestly, I'm not far behind. I basically have given up on it again because it's – I was giving it a shot for the Triple H stuff, and I'll catch a little bit every once in a while, but it's basically the same product again. And to Triple H's frustration, you know, all his returnings turned out to, like, not materialize for shit. So, okay, whatever. Yeah, what happened to Karrion Cross? I don't know. (laughs) He's not not there being like Bray's doing well. Bray's done great. Since well, the Bray, well, Bray is a different breed all of himself. He never should have let go as a completely separate thing that I'm thinking of. But, mm-hmm. you know, and damage control, EO and uh, Dakota are doing very well, right? You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. getting prominently mm-hmm. featured. On Raw last week, you actually had, and I was, it sucks, I saw a couple clips and the crowd was dead. You actually had uh, EO and uh, um, Candice LeRae on free tv we had we had mm-hmm. we had to pay for that shit on the fucking takeovers but <laughs> yeah that's true so um very, very true. a couple other little side things and we're gonna get into our, our regular schedule stuff here uh but uh, two updates i got for you okay first one is on thunder rosa so uh dave Meltzer posted this yesterday i don't know if you read this or not uh but update on her timeline Says, this is from Dave Meltzer, so take it whatever grain of salt you want with that. 
But what he's hearing is that she won't be headed back into the ring before February, which would rule her out for the mystery opponent uh, with Soraya at the 111 Dynamite in L.A. Last word on her return was February, is what he said. And she did say on the podcast, because she's on Wrestling Perspectives podcast, part of the uh, Busted Open Network of stuff, right? You know, she did talk about her recovery. And we were, me specifically, was giving a little bit of, uh, I don't know if I buy this injury sort of vibe, but apparently it's a lot more serious than I thought. You know, so she was saying that she's still not able to run, but she's able to kind of get out and do some other things. So apparently it's going well. Her work is legit. You know, her back's screwed up. But February is what Meltzker said. So does that okay. does that solidify the first thought of uh, Sasha or Mercedes or potentially uh, I mean, Kyrie Sane? I mean, I like that Kyrie Sane thing you threw out there. I, I I'm leaning more towards Kyrie Sane at this point. Um, but I guess the money that New Japan threw at uh, Mercedes to show up is the most they've ever shelled out for anybody. Oh, wow. like she's not well, even Jericho. To, she's not confirmed to do anything but just be there. Yeah, well, Jericho when he was wrestling out there, he was getting a hundred grand a pop just to wrestle. Right. Like so she's ooh, she's she north of figures that. to show up. <laughs> what it sounds. like that's insane <laughs> wow insane so i don't know i think her price tag might be a little bit too too high maybe they can get Kyrie sane to set up forbidden door dose um i mean you know so on paper though mercedes sasha looks it was her first match at wwe was against page in nxt right mm-hmm. they it just on paper it makes a lot of sense so we'll, we'll see what happens uh, the other update I wanted to give you was about uh, Hio del Vikingo. Okay. So uh, we talked about him. We've swooned for him, asked for him to come to us in, uh, you know, tr- in AEW. And one day we'll probably see that. But um, <clears throat> coming up here soon, he's doing an indie run. It's going to be his first U.S. debut, right? It's going to be Defy Wrestling and GCW. And GCW on Twitter clarified some things with that. So, um, first of all, his first match in America is against Blake Christian at GCW in Tempe, Arizona. uh, Okay. Do you want to see that? Yeah. You can't see that on GCW's uh, pay-per-view or feed or anything thereof. Triple A still has the exclusive rights to Heel Del Vikingo's appearances, including those that are not in Triple A, apparently. So, I don't know how we're going to get to see that if you're not there live. I'm sure it'll be sold somehow through Triple A, but it will not. And uh, Lardell came out and had to say that it's not going to be a part of the pay per view that they will be putting out there due to. Triple A contractual obligations, and they probably can't work anything out. Yeah, well, Triple A has like the fact that he's doing it is a big step. But Triple A doesn't. He is their golden. He is their John Cena. He is their golden boy, deservedly so. They don't want to lose 
any potential on that. They would like to lock him up exclusive in an exclusivity deal, even though mm-hmm. that doesn't make a lot of sense if for him, if you think about it. An interesting note that I saw. That is very interesting because like they have so many AEW people that wrestle there. Um, oh, oh they, they, they've let other guys go before, ba- ba- you know, um, um, not Bandito. Um, no, FTR are the current champs. Laredo Kid. That's what I was thinking. Laredo Kid. Yeah. How many impact shows did he do? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like Tarus was a part of Decay, for God's sake. Valid. Brian Cage goes back and forth. Fucking. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Kenny Omega, you know? I mean, anyway. We just have to temper our he hail del Viking. You have to you have to just go back to God of War if you want your Viking fix here in America. Okay, that's what. Just replay through it again. Go give me God of War mode platinum. Go for it. Worth <laughs> it. New game plus. They said that is projecting to be <laughs> uh, be around April. Can't wait. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Forever. Oh well. Sorry. Gaming aside, we we like to focus on other things besides the big stuff. We like to kind of turn that spotlight around, look at some independent wrestling. So every week we tend to folk we like to you know spotlight somebody uh, who maybe you've heard of, maybe you haven't heard of them. Either way, Jamie, you should have somebody prepared. I'm correct for this week's independent wrestler spotlight. I do, I do, I really do. I asked that question, and I'm sorry. Eh, it's fine. I still uh, it, it worked. Still worked. <laughs> still such a- um, so I believe I may have done this person in the past. If I have, I apologize. Um, but I felt like it's very important for me to do it this week. Um, just because this person has been going through a lot medically uh, over the past year in 2022. Um, and before he's gone, um, I definitely wanted to give him his flowers. Um, and that's, J- that's Jason Strife. Uh, Jason Strife is the owner-operator of Magnum Wrestling up in Omaha, Nebraska. He is a Midwest legend. Uh, He has wrestled everywhere. He's wrestled everybody. He's wrestled Mike Bennett. He's wrestled uh, the who's who of of everybody that's out there. And he's he's beat cancer once before, um, but this time around is definitely kicking his ass a little bit harder than he's expected. Um, he's actually in hospice care right now. Um, and my heartfelt, you need to follow this guy, see some of his matches because he was truly, and is for right now, the, he's truly a blessing on professional wrestling, especially here in the Midwest. He is, you know, a Midwestern staple. Um, you know, and the news got out about that. Um, it, 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 it hurts, you know, it definitely hurts, you know, um, cause he beat it and he, he went through a tough battle the first time around and beat it. And I remember we talked about him cause he was here for, um, um, all good things flow in the city, right? And he got on the mic and even with his hoarse voice, you know, gave a passionate speech. And it was so uplifting just to hear the turn, you know, it's heartbreaking. He is a fighter, though. 
and through and through he is a fighter so please go give your love to jason absolutely please you could do um whether we've done him or not before doesn't matter so fantastic spotlight and if nothing else go check out some of his matches go watch some of his stuff you can find him on fight tv you can find some stuff he's been in he's been around he's been in some good great you know, shows so fantastic choice this week jamie yeah, he's 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 an excellent person. We've had a chance to actually talk to him. Um, seen him multiple times at Journey Pro. Um, got to see him at uh, uh, Wrestling Revolver as well that one time. Yes, we did. Our very first time we were there. Um, but he's on Twitter. He's not much of a Twitter guy, to be honest with you. Uh, Jason Strife, uh, J-A-Y-S-I-N strife the the link will be down below obviously but of course um yeah just if anything you know just remember man life isn't that long so take advantage of of what you have and if anything this guy is proof man he's lived a hell of a life in such a short time so hats off to jason much love much love so be on the lookout for that i'll like i said links for everything will be down below um i don't know if uh, the time is recording. Uh, I don't know if there's any sort of GoFundMe or any of that stuff, but if if there is anything, I will definitely put it down there. But if nothing else, give the man a follow, you know, and give him a view. Hells yeah. Let's change the mood. <laughs> let's do it. So let's go to happier things because we're going to – last week we started this. Um, you had the idea to do our end of the year stuff. Instead of doing it on one big show, which is kind of a, a – pain in the butt right for for us to do for you to listen you know the whole nine yards we're gonna break it up so we did matches of the week last week if you haven't heard go back watch last week's show check out our matches of the year so this week we're gonna do tag teams of the year um now i went first last week so jamie we're gonna turn over to you give us your tag team of the year or tag teams if you have more than one. we'll we'll talk about some but give us your tag team of the year my tag team of the year We've seen live. Um, we've seen him live twice. And this tag team, their name cannot be said in the state of Missouri. <laughs> before on, on Sundays. Uh, 7 p.m. on Sundays. Um, this is none other than Effie and Allie Catch and the team of Bussy. Bussy had an amazing run of 2022 such a good game gcw champions in 2022 they faced the who's who uh, everywhere um you know we got to see them in kansas city we got to see them in st louis um you know we've seen them multiple times now they are a pleasure great people by the way um they're right there right above my head you might not be able to see it, it might be uh cropped out but, uh, their heads are cropped um, out but the rest is visible yeah, but, uh, you know, if it wasn't for Bussy, I mean, with uh, v- Vinny, uh, Vinny Pacifico wouldn't understand his love of guys nuts. Yeah. Um, you know, just Bussy, ladies and gentlemen. Just, I just want to see how many times I can say Bussy. <laughs> the fact that Bussy is a thing that is now out there in the world is fan-fucking-tastic. Hey. Thank you, Effie. <laughs> Thank you, Effie. 
Uh, Effie is fantastic, and I love the fact that you know we've we've waxed poetically in the past about GCW. We talked about GCW on this show, right? Uh, Super Indie, whatever you want to call it, right? They were their tag team champions for a large chunk. If I I want to say a majority of the year this year, you know, I don't know the exact timeline for because uh, they do they do paper they do shows every every fucking week you know so it's like uh uh but a large chunk of it they were the tag team champions a man and a woman an intergender tag team was the tag team champions for gcw a large the one of the largest independent promotions there is right and Mm -hmm. i know effie's a big supporter big proponent of you know non-gender in wrestling Right, his big thing is intergender isn't a thing. One person versus another person. See what that. See what happens. Right. So he's always talking about that. If you watch his uh, Monday Not Raw show or any of his other stuff that he does, his podcast Weekend at Effies, which is well worth a follow. If you, I, I'm not here promoting other podcasts, but no, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, and they were the tag team champions. Unquestioned. Nobody even gave a second thought to that, right? Imagine in WWE or Impact or AEW if you you don't even, you don't even get intergender for shit in AEW, right? You know, let alone have them be like the champions. So I'm jealous of you taking that pick, man. <laughs> well, I figured you were gonna take one of the I'm, other. I'm, ones gonna take we'll the I'm taking low hanging fruit. I absolutely am. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, especially after even my match of the year fit. Um, what we're going to talk about here in just a minute fits into this as well. And I think that on paper, you can't argue the fact that FTR owned 2022. I mean, three titles simultaneously. Could have had a fourth. Um, <laughs> but AEW had other plans, and rightfully so. But... You know, this is a team that very rarely in wrestling does this happen, where there is an act or an individual or a team, whatever, that is above the silos of heel, face, tweener, all that, right? They just are them, right? The Rock is one of those. He's just him. Stone Cold. He was just him, right? Mm-hmm. NWO mm-hmm. created that basically, right? Just them. Who cares, right? <laughs> you know, and FTR is that. Are they face or heel? I don't know because they kind of do a little bit of both every time. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're them. <laughs> but they're well worth it. You know, Dax and Cash from, you know, Dax has said 21 was a was like the lowest year that they've had. Cash almost freaking died in a freak, you know, bump right slicing open his arm on a turnbuckle and right all the other stuff that went with it and their 22 was special their matches against the briscoes were i've already waxed poetically about that go listen to last week's episode but everything else they've done they had matt had one-on-one matches like like dax versus danielson brian danielson that got your whistle so wet i mean that that match was amazing FTR, so so amazing. Yeah, FTR is like they they are unequivocally the greatest tag team in the world. Like, and no one can hold a candle to them. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, they they are the Patrick Mahomes 
of tag team wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know I'm right, though. Are you sure they're not the the Tom Brady or the the Peyton Manning or Tom? <laughs> we're not. Yeah, we're, we're not, not going not all the time. Old. We're not going all the time. We're, we're, we're going like right. the now. You know, and, and I would say they are the Alex Ovechkin of uh, uh, of of tag team wrestling. Yes, you know, they are the best playing at this time. Um, I would say that there long has been the argument before they happened, and we've only got to see it in a few occasions. But you know, the Young Bucks versus FTR is still a bunch of people's dream match. Lucha Brothers haven't subsided either, so. Mm-hmm. The fact that the acclaimed is so much the forefront focus of AEW is amazing to speak to the acclaimed. That's one that I would say could definitely come into this conversation. But FTR, FTR is the better tag team. Yeah, like I wanted to give the acclaimed because of their meteoric rise of 2022. And the thing is like, that is something to to give them flowers on because FTR has been this good for a while, but right. then like they they've been really good for a long time. But twenty twenty two, they like they've dominated twenty twenty two. Oh, yeah. claimed has dominated in the past like four months, five months, right? You know, in, in all reality, um, so like it's a it's not the who's hot right now; it's who's hot for the entire year. So I totally agree with your FTR argument there because a lot of people like to say, oh, this guy had a better game or this guy had a better match. He's the guy. He's the guy. But for the entire year, this guy's been putting on bangers all year, and that's FTR. FTR steps in the ring. They're having a banger. Like, that's it. Yeah. There's no debate. You know it's going to be an amazing match. doesn't matter who who that guy on the other side is. You know it's going to be good, right? Yeah. Just like Bussy. Just like Bussy. <laughs> FTR Bussy. Give us FTR Bussy. Oh, yes. Um, FTR Bussy. I will give one other shout out, and then I want to see if you have any other shout outs you want to give there. Um, their opponent for a lot of these matches this year that I've waxed poorly about the Briscoes. The Briscoes. They've only wrestled like five times this year, though. It's it's tough because, well, they've wrestled more, but, you know, from. Yeah. They they got blackballed on WB Discovery for some reason. I don't even know. I don't even remember the specifics about why Warner Brothers Discovery put the big kibosh on the Briscoes. But that did. must not be a thing because they're Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, which I know you're going to talk about. Spoiler. Um, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, and well, there's a Ring of Honor. I I I honestly have no idea. I can't figure that out. Well, the thing too with the Briscoes too, we forget they've been around for a while. A lot longer than these other tag teams. Mm-hmm. They're they. Spoiler alert! Yeah, they they did beat they did win the titles on Saturday, and there it was their thirteenth victory for the Ring of Honor titles. I mean, and they're a little so they got, but for for having a little few more years in the game to still be on top of the game as they are, they do great in GCW when they've gone there and the other stuff. They've done some other little smaller promotions, but you're right. They, they have not had the multitude of matches, especially FTR or Bussy has. Because FTR and Bussy were on. I mean, Bussy fucking wrestled like three or four matches every weekend for the longest time there. Yeah, like, and and here's the thing too. Like, the Briscoes on PWI's tag team was ranked third behind. FTR, who was behind the Usos. 
Usos are cool. I like I would, the Usos. I mean, I, I think FTR would be should be one, but I can't argue I with, the, with the Usos being up there. You can't. Like and like I'm looking at this list. Like Ozzy opens on there. Ozzy opens absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, well deserved. I mean, oh, we got to yeah, see them like, live too. <laughs> uh, Swerve in our glory is really high. I'm like really. Um, but yeah, so like their top five. You know, uh, Briscoe's three, and then Death Triangle four, and then uh, uh, Fukuoka Double Crazy, which is Hazuka and uh, Koguma. I don't know who that is. Not even gonna lie. Um, <laughs> RK Bro, the Good Brothers, Young Bucks, the Hex with Alison K and Marty Bell, local Marty Bell. Hey. Um, Violence oh. is Forever and Kevin Ku and Dominic uh, Greeny, Ozzy Open, United Empire, Street Profits, to- Toxic Attraction, and Los Nuevos. Uh, oh, that's a good team. Uh, Black Desire, Starlight Kid, and Mono Watanabe. Oh, yeah. I love me some Starlight Kid. But anyway, there's a lot out there. Sasha Banks and Naomi could have got something, but they left the company. Well, you only mentioned one female tag team, if I remember right. No, you had, I think you had a Japanese one in there, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Starlight Kid and Mono Watanabe. So that's all. the And we neither of us brought up a female tag team, unfortunately. I think that that speaks a little bit to, you know, uh, of the major promotions, WWE, you just hit the bait. You hit the nail on the head there, right? Because Sasha Banks and uh, uh, Naomi should be on that, on our uh, rolling off of our tongues, right? Um, Toxic Attraction is not bad for what they were, but I wouldn't put them up there on, like, take a team of the year list, right? Yeah. Uh, Damage control, I really like EO and, and Dakota together. I think that they do better on a different stage than Small where they are. Small sample size. Tiny sample size with them. Very. They've only been around for a third of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Impact Wrestling, you know, they, they, they haven't had longevity for the year either, too, right? The Iconic started off the year on top of it, but then Jesse McKay, or they both just kind of like, bowed out from wrestling right and um you know peyton royce is having a baby congratulations they already had she probably already had the baby too i don't know but she she hasn't had it yet but she's having a baby and jesse mckay is doing like other things like acting things and stuff you know and then you've had you know you had the decay but then not decay and then you know this this rosemary jessica havoc or just sick uh uh <laughs> it's a weird gimmick uh and Taya valkyrie this you know so they so they've been mixing the pot up on their tag teams a little bit too so at aw no um <laughs> so unfortunately like a women's tag team other than those two in japan and then the hex there really hasn't been consistency long-term consistency maybe toxic attraction maybe you could put them out there yeah yeah all right well next week ladies and gentlemen we are going to do our male performer of the year our male wrestler of the year and then i would also like to throw in a curveball i'm doing this live just thought of it don't oh, know shit. why i just thought of it god damn it what if we also name our lgbtq plus wrestler of the year i got a whole week to prepare so cool 
<laughs> so we're gonna do the male performer, male wrestler of the year, and LGBTQ plus wrestler of the year. We'll do it. It's well, on like Donkey Kong. Okay. All right. Um. <laughs> damn you, curve throwing curveballs! But hey, you give me a week. We prepare. should recognize them. There's been some damn good ones. You, we absolutely should recognize them. Yeah, and like I said, you're giving. I have a week to prepare. I'm not on the spot here, so uh, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I could come up with like five on the spot. Like, this was I could, you know, but great. I think I think we'll have the same yeah. list. So it's like, oh, this, we'll figure it out. So yeah. it'll be interesting. All right, so more end of the year awards given out the the spotties we're giving away the spotties to people the sp- spot fest spotties the festies make it, make it stick guys spotties spotties festies the, spot- the, the, the tfs's t tsfs the tsfs total spot fest we, we may or may not be doing a poll on twitter in the next coming few days the TFS, <laughs> the TFSs. I, I like the spotties. So we'll, we'll, we'll. Or TSFs. The TSFs. If you're not following us on Twitter, do because we 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 need to settle this. Um, just like things were settled on Ring of Honor. So Ring of Honor had their last pay per view of the year. Honestly, I don't know if Ring of Honor put on a bad pay per view this year. They all I were. Didn't see a Fuck, bad one. Oh, fucking good. Final battle happened. Uh, <laughs> You could have called this another thing. You could have called this, so you want a different champion? You know, because they decided belt dropping was a theme for the night. Uh, but tons of good stuff. Uh, Gates of Agony, Brian Cage, now officially a champion under Tony Khan. So him and uh, uh, the, the, the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage uh, beat Don Castle and the boys for the six-man tag, which is the three-man tag titles in AEW was the six-man tag titles in Ring of Honor. Does that drive you crazy like it drives me insane? Yes, 100%. It bothers living shit out of me. Choose a number. <laughs> and the number should be three. Um, well, the trio's title. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll move on. Athena, who is more or less pigeonholed in WWE because, quote, she, they told her to be more sexy like Mandy Rose. Her words, not mine. Um, she's your new Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Excellent match against Mercedes Martinez. Probably my second Absolutely. favorite match of the night. Honestly, it was oh, it was so good. Um, you had um, I'm not gonna go over the whole card, but I'm just going over the big bits. Uh, Samoa Joe's the one champion who did retain, so he retained uh, his title uh, against uh, Juice Robinson, who looked fantastic, by the way, and he was on Dark this past week. Juice was so. And I still want to see them do something with him and Tony. You know, I know that the whole wrestling couple thing, but I think they do like this rock hard couple, you know, kind of just like bullet club in your face. I want to see a woman in bullet club. I'm not going to lie. All right. Claudio Castagnoli beat Jericho via submission. That submission was the the big spin. (laughs) Which was very how how do you tap when you're swinging as you're going around you just tap tap it, 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 he did that's weird they're going with an angle on it and it was it was a it was an odd way to end the match an odd way to end the night but it was good to see claudio get it back 
um, Wheeler Yuta retain, uh, uh, regained the pure title from Daniel Garcia, knocked his ass out, you know, during the 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 the, the hammer and anvil hits. Uh, so Blackpool Combat Club, per John Moxley's prediction, had a big statement night. And then speaking of statements, what should have been the main event? I don't care if you did it for the last pay per view. This was the end of the trilogy between Briscoes and FTR. Double dog collar match. Not as long as I would have thought because they didn't give it the main spot. But my yeah. God. I mean, there was blood within two minutes of the match. Everybody got bloody. And when I say everybody got bloody, I mean everybody, including the ref who took a chain chain fist shot and got bloody and ring Paul Turner. I mean, it was violent in the best way. Uh, the Briscoes then ended up getting the victory, though. So they retain, they regained their titles as well. So titles changing all over the place. What are your thoughts about that? I feel like it's the right move. Um, okay. Definitely for Chris Jericho. I feel like Claudio was brought in to be Ring of Honor. And Big with poster. the news of, of Ring of Honor's TV deal imminent, you know, per Tony. You know, I mean, like it could be tomorrow, it could be after the first of the year. Well, we don't know, but it's coming, <laughs> and you're putting the belt on the right people. Like I feel like the bull, the the uh, Blackpool Combat Club or whatever the hell they're going to call themselves now. We're saying um, so, like with Claudio and Wheeler both being champs, that makes a lot of sense. The Briscoes being champs makes a ton of sense to me. Athena, mm-hmm. um, and of course. Yeah, and Athena, Athena makes recognizable. Once again, I know, I know, but recognizable is good yeah. when you're starting. Yeah, she's she's got a, a name, she's got a face, everybody knows. Um, you know, and you got Joe. Like they got a solid quarter to work with and, and mm-hmm. build from there. And you yeah. got Brian Cage already on board. You got some other guys who are on board who will do something there too. Like there's gonna be a solid roster of young guys and, and some decent talent that could flip flop between both sides. And then they're going to build up people on ring of honor. Like, like they do. That's the, that's and, the, that's the hope is that they, he said he wanted to make this a feeder, not, not a straight feeder, but have that developmental younger talent on ring of honor and then bring them up. Exactly. He, he did give one, so he's doing this tease again about the, the network deal, but he did make the announcement afterwards that uh, <clears throat> coming back is the Honor Club, their streaming service. Okay. Uh, this is done by uh, uh, and then an official press release, of course, right? So the back catalog of more than 2,500 hours of Ring of Honor contact, dating all the way back to 2002, is going to be featured on this $9.99 a month Honor Club streaming service on a club used to be a thing that they did right you know so same thing uh there's some question about the uh new japan tie-in content that they had because of their long history ring of honor with new japan there's definitely a question about that if that's going to be involved or not or when or how but 2500 backlog hours plus He's hinting at that this might see Tony's trying a lot of stuff. He did a, he did a Saturday afternoon pay per view to test the waters to see with for Ring of Honor to test the waters to see if there's an appetite for it. Not a lot of buys, so probably not. Um, 
he's testing the waters for this. He says that all pay-per-views will be available to Honor Club members 90 days after they originally aired and open the door to potentially in the future having the pay-per-views on the Honor Club. So this feels like the first step, you know, in getting that. You and I both know the most sense makes it a channel inside of HBO, just like you know, Disney has their like Star Wars channel. Same thing for this. Or Max or whatever they're going to call it moving forward. But they yeah. did make that announcement no, about the Honor Club. I don't know if you, you caught that. I did. I did catch that. Yes. So, eh, eh. <clears throat> good stuff there for Ring of Honor. And for what it's worth, I thought some good stuff happened on Dynamite, too. What about you? Dynamite was awesome. Top to bottom. Best in a while. And last week's was excellent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on about how good it was. I will have to say, Mark Stradamus, yet again, strikes. Where's he at? He sure yep. does. <laughs> Uh, it's like I, I should be in fucking creative, guys. I mean, as I soon really as they should. and they, they, they so well, do, why don't we go get in the diamond? Let's talk about that. Let's, let's open. Let's open with that because they did it as well. Um, but they also yeah. So they they open with the best of seven um, match number four: the elite versus Death Triangle. Death Triangle wins using the damn um, hammer again. This match was amazing, top to bottom. Um, the inverted. Frog Splash from Ray Phoenix was after the inverted Spanish fly or the reverse Spanish fly. (laughs) Yeah, like it's a Russian leg sweep Spanish fly. Uh, The Russian flies, I'm going to call it. It was ridiculous. Um, Yeah, so like this match um, had everything, obviously. But then they won in a nefarious way. Uh, So here comes Kenny. Kenny's just like, well, I'm I'm sick of this. So how about we make the... the, uh, Hammer legal next time. I mean, you know what? Why don't we make all weapons legal? How about next week? It's us. No DQ. Because we're down three to one. So, obviously, we already know how this is all yeah, going to you, gentlemen. His stamp's over there. Everybody sees it. You got it. You get... So, so this one is... I think, I think I even called you the You called this like verbatim. We haven't checked the tape. I know that for two of these, you. but I think you called this verbatim moving forward. Yeah, so no DQ for this one, and then false count anywhere <laughs> for if it if it happens for match. Six. If it happens, if and then it ends if necessary. Escalera de la Morta. Who's word called that? For fucking word, word for word. Yes, Mark Stradamus strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as they said that, talking about next week's gonna be no, I go finally the promotions. Oh shit, Jamie's gonna be right again. I just know it. And then later on <laughs> in the episode, they announced, by the way, match six and match seven. I go, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I don't know if you caught this. They did the graphic with that information on it before they announced it on TV. Yeah, because they were they're doing yeah because they 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 need to shy away from doing the uh, the. Excalibur Mad Dash. It's interesting to see him say eight thousand words in thirty seconds. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like the Micro Machines guy back in the day. Ooh, solid reference. Thank you. Thank you. I, I like this because there was a week between it. Like I said, 
Give a little bit yeah. of a breather. That's fine. I'm fine with and seeing it, this over and over again. But it's the same thing every fucking week. And now it's going to be a different variant because you got false count anywhere. Ladder. You, that's the point. So we said to get here. Yes. I'm on, I'm back on board with it. I never was um, off board. It, yeah. Um, MJF had an excellent promo about the match with Ricky Starks, uh, which in turn Ricky had an excellent promo oh, to counteract that. Both of them like blow it up. This is the the feud I did not know I needed in my life until last week, and was, now that it's started to have like it happened, like I don't want it to end, but then they they make it obviously end, well, which kind of sucks. But it's long. We talked about that. We'll talk about it during the match too. Long haul, long haul. Yeah. Um. So the acclaim come out. They get ambushed by Jeff Jarrett, Satnam <sighs> Singh, and Sanjay Dutt. Um. Sure. And then scissor this slap nut whatever stop um, with jeff jared on my tv please stop with jeff jared on my tv for all of us um and then i saw some serious foreshadowing here because i remember back in the day a certain one two three kid <laughs> being called a jobber in an interview with the guy that he beat and Chris Jericho says he vows to win tonight, make it clear, you know, that he wants a rematch for the Ring of Honor Championship. He's going to beat this jobber, whatever. And he said, I'm like, huh. I'm like, huh. Interesting. Like, I did you pick up on it, too? I'm like, he legit called the guy a jobber. I'm like, he's going to lose. Like, I've had this, like, instant. I, like I didn't quite pick up lose. that. I, I caught the jobber dig, but I didn't catch the in-depth on it, you know, until later. Yeah. So. Well, luckily for you, I have a pornographic memory. Um, hey, for so, $40 a month, you can – no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you could dive right into my brain um, <laughs> yeah um oh yeah and then uh since garcia lost he he has to get shadowed by the elder sammy guevara which there's this they're, they're still doing the garcia long haul gonna leave bit or come on i guess I whatever, whatever. They're not, they're not doing the Blackpool Combat Club feud anymore. So, Thank whatever. God. Move on to something different. I don't care. That's fine. What? But Sammy does challenge Moxley on Rampage. One last time, get your face beat in. Sure. Yeah. Um, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, or I like to call it JBJP, uh, going as Brian Cage. Don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> Uh, well, JBJP I shouldn't have said anything, ends no, up fuck. getting the win via the roll-up. Hey, no Bri way in hell Brian Cage on my TV on a Wednesday night. It was great to see. It was a good... There was no bad matches tonight. No, this this match was great. It's Last not night. realistic, but it was great. Um, and then after the match, uh, Jack Perry. JB Jack Perry. There you go. You, you're you're going to do it anyway. Um, Just do it. It's fine. I've opened. Yeah. I've opened. He calls out. I'll live here. So he called out uh, Big Cass, or Big sorry, Bill. Big Bill. Oh, that's terrible. You know, because he's not William W. Morrissey now. He's Big Bill. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> Big Bill. Uh, and then Stokely goes. You know, the only he's like two things are gonna happen. You're gonna get uh, Big Bill's boot and the back of my hand because you're acting like a hub. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. 
Uh, and then out comes Lee Moriarty, Lee Moriarty and Big Bill beat the shit out of him. And then out of nowhere, here comes Hook. So Hook and and Jungle Boy um, are going to be teammates, like Team Small. Is that what, is that what we're going for? Well, I think they're going to do... This is the this is the 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 the, the medium sized pretty man society. Um, <laughs> this is your. And I'm not going down that path. Um, I like it. I think it's good because uh, you're you're very similar to what we talked about with Ricky Starks and you know the push there with MJF long term feed. These are two guys here that are very popular, good looking young men that are going to be a staple of your future. Maybe not a pillar. Yeah. But a staple of your future. Yeah, Megan Megan thinks Hook is very attractive. Megan is not alone. There's a lot of people who really like to look at Hook. <laughs> yeah. They're they're thirsty for the hook. And some are are thirsty for JB Jack Perry. <laughs> I'm gonna make it fucking stick. I'm making it a stick. It's it's already is it printed in my brain already, so you're thank you. You are welcome. Yeah, whatever. Um, Moxley promo. Uh, yeah, whatever. And then yeah, Swerve Strickland promo. Like he's turning heel. Great. Like we didn't see this coming. Um, but my most favorite moment of the entire night, and the, don't get me wrong, that main event was something to behold. But this is my favorite moment, and that's the House of Black. Oh, fucking House of Black. Julia coming out, you know, like they did the whole thing, got right in um, uh, Nick Camarado's face. Black misted him. I'm like, oh my god, like this is amazing. The Julia we just, wanted from day one is finally here. Yes, like this is this is what we want. Fucking Malachi's just sitting in the corner. <laughs> Just, just chill in the corner while while Buddy and and uh, Brody. Uh, uh, Brody are just beat the shit out of of the the factory, oh, just not. beating the dog piss out of him. Aaron Solo is still comes, is still intertwined in a guard guardrail fence right now. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like Brody how did get him. him in there? Yeah. Oh. Um. So QT is the only one left. He gets in the ring. And Brody and Buddy are on the outside, kind of keeping him there. And he's like, all right, all right, let's go. And then as he's doing that, Malachi just nonchalantly just gets up, you know, just like that. Just black bass him, boom, one, two, three. <laughs> but man, the thing about it for me was the absolute statement it is made that they wanted made, uh, what I wanted made originally when the House of Black hit. Yes. Like I wanted them to come in and absolutely wreck shit and own shit and just be a dominant force. The first time around, they kind of were, but they weren't. This time, legitimate. They are saying, "Fuck around and find out." Like that's where they are right now. This was the squash match of the night. This match lasted all of a minute, technically, from bell to bell. But it. Was it didn't feel like it. You're exactly right. It was, it was done in a way that was captivating and good storytelling for the House of Black. And the Factory and uh, QT, who we give a lot of shit to, they played their parts exactly right to do that. So, mm -hmm. love me. 
can't wait to see House of Black versus the Elite versus Death Triangle. Oh, Death Triangle. Oh, them and Death Triangle. Like we've already kind of seen we've it, but seen like it, now but, at this but, level. Yeah, seen it in both in their iterations as they are now. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I'm right there with you. Go for it. I'm just checking where we are. Um, so yeah, so right after that, like I know I'm going sequentially, and typically I don't go sequentially, but I felt like this one deserves sequentially because it does end with the, the coup de grace of that, that match. Um the video package for next week's Dynamite women's title match. I am really looking forward to Jamie Hayter versus Akira Shida. A Agreed. lot. Like both of them have very similar styles. Um very much strong style. Like this is going to be a physical match. I would not be surprised if we see blood. I would like that. I can't remember saying that, but I would like that. I would like to see this match get time. I want to see I this. I want to see it main event. I would love a main event. I think I think it could when you look at what's on the card for next week. It's if it doesn't, I want to see it get almost twenty minutes. Or be the opener. Opener, I'd be fine. Open with it. I'd be fine with opening. Open or close, because you know how AEW does it: open banger, close banger. Right. And the rest is kind of it could be good, possibly it's, bad. It's, we don't know, but we just care about the ends. Well, you want you you like want the, you want to have a wave. You can't have a You can't do like you know. You want to have a wave. So you want to open high, you know, and then end high. Is this week was the whole way though? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. all of it, but. It's like it's like just run up the hill, um, <laughs> yeah. So so there's that. Um, after that, you had Chris Jericho versus local jobber number twenty six. Oh wait, he actually has a name in Action Andretti. Didn't have it ready for the graphic though. They put the graphic of sure Chris Jericho didn't. on top of him. Which did you see the De Salcido's uh, post about that? No. So after after the show was over, I was during the show, whatever. Took a, she took a screen grab of that, put it out there, and says, "Chris Jericho has done himself again, reinventing him like no, reinventing himself like no one else could." <laughs> that is perfect. Go follow our friend um, Denise, by the way. She is well worth it. She's a good follow. She's from Fightful. Um, but yeah, so. This match, like, from the jump, like, I noticed, like, uh, Andretti just getting a lot of offense in. I'm like, that is very uncharacteristic of, like, I'm so used to watching dark elevation matches and dark matches. So it's like. You could tell something was up from, from the start. And Jericho's perplexed by it. And the first of all, I just, before you get into the rest of this here, I just want to take a sidebar for a second. And acknowledge the spectacularness of last night's crowd. That was a top-notch oh crowd. Yeah. They were two thumbs up the whole night long. So anyway. it was a pay-per-view quality. Pay, definitely pay-per-view quality uh, fans. Absolutely, like, they were Dallas. You done right last night. Absolutely. Sorry, go back to the hat, match. Hats off to you. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, like they they were scree- scorching hot for this match, and this match had all sorts of stuff, man. Like Jericho tried to go for a lion tamer, yes, lion tamer, um, and he was able to get out of it. Uh, he went for a juice effect, missed it, like everything. Like he when he went for the wall, like when he went for the the lion tamer, uh, he dropped Jericho on his head, and then hit a shooting star press for an upset win, ladies and gentlemen. Your winner, Action Andretti, who is now officially all elite, and that kid was freaking impressive. He's another flippy spinny guy, so you know I was impressed. Oh, I knew. Yeah, I mean, but uh, from the let's go jobber chance, like uh, the, one, two, three, kid. There's no other comparison. This is our yeah. This, this generation is one, two, three, kid. Because let's see if he let's see if he can put it together too. Because I mean, where were you? Okay. What do you remember about that match? We're we're gonna, we're coming back to finish up Dynamite in a second. Let's talk about the one two three kid match. One two three kid match. His first win, he won via roll up. Right. Did you watch it? And you watched you watched it live when it happened. Oh, hundred percent. Yep. What did you? What were you? What was going through your head as it happened? Uh, we man. were still. We were what? 11? 10, 11? 91, it was 90, 90, 92, 91, 92, oh, yeah. somewhere in there. I'm like, I remember watching. Like, I, I was speechless. I'm like, wait, what? Like, he's not supposed to win. I mean, that I had never seen that before. When you get local talent, even at that age, you're like, oh, yeah, no, he's not going to win. And I was dumbfounded for like two days. I'm not kidding. Like, my dad told, my dad like told me to shut up because I wouldn't stop talking about that at dinner. I was like. I can't believe it was Razor Ramon. It was, there's no way Razor Ramon. Like, I could not believe it. And of course, now we yeah, know. Did you know it was, old, it was yeah. Razor Ramon's idea? Like, yeah. the whole thing was like, was, I want to put him Sean over. Waltman's his buddy. So he wanted to put him yeah. over. Because he was at the Brooklyn Brawler level, just, just jobbing all the damn time. Yeah. So, yeah, fun fun times. So we have um, our own one, two, three kid. Action and ready, yeah. people. Get your t shirt. It better be race um, car themed. It better be race car themed. um ftr talks about their loss they're coming after the ass boys sorry the guns because you're not gonna get called by their gimmicks uh but they're coming after them so get ready for that one um after that you had ty mellow uh going against ruby soho hey ruby there you go want to make sure i got you set up there um and oh my god this match was excellente too man like it was just Fire, 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 fire. Yeah. I want to give it up to Ty Mello for this match, believe it or not. Yeah, she looked great. She looked phenomenal. She's from yeah, from the from the botch fest that she did 101 days ago on Ruby to now. Definitely maybe maybe, you know, being married to Sammy's taught her a little bit about putting her on a good match. <laughs> because she looked great. Um, uh, I don't know, yeah, sorry. You hate Sammy, but Sammy can wrestle. All right. <laughs> Sammy can wrestle. I do hate you know, I hate, I hate me some Sammy. This this is the best I've seen Ty Mello in a ring since New Year's last year. Yeah. And fair. and Ruby looked great. hundred percent great to see Ruby on my TV. And Ruby got the victory. That made me happy too. Yeah. They're and sticking around with af- this feud, though, a little bit longer, which doesn't make me happy, but whatever. Yeah, then after the match, um, 
here came Anna Jay to interfere and start beating up uh, old Ruby. Which is fine. Okay. As long as there is a direction for Ruby. I'm fine with sticking around with this for a little bit longer. Let's get to after the new year. But God damn it, Tony. Give me a direction. Please. I don't yes. ask for much. Well, I do. but You do. You do <laughs> ask for a lot. That's fine. Um, Alex Marvez got to uh, talk to Hangman. He gave a very emotional medical update. Um, I felt like that was very real, honestly. Um, oh. When when he had his first concussion talking about like, you know, what's the name of his son? He couldn't remember it. Like, I mean, I've had concussions in my day from playing football and yeah, I get it. And it felt very real. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens there. We never talked about dark order being down a man now too. Oh yeah. 10 left. 10's part of, uh, I guess his Roosh's staple now whatever uh but yeah because yeah. andrade's gone he's on he, he's he's in he's injured but he's gone yeah yeah you ready for the main event i mean we've beat around the bush long enough let's do it <laughs> match of the night 100 percent match of the night this the crowd made this match too like, again, to your point, that crowd was so lava hot for this damn thing. This this match had everything you want. Like, it had an amazing salt of the earth that turned into a rings of Saturn with grabbing a leg and still finding a way to kick out or how to get to the, the How ropes. many limbs can you hold? <laughs> yeah, like you had a killer power bomb. Uh, sit down power bomb from Ricky Starks. Like you had so many great moments. A spear, not as a finisher, but as a signature move. It did get a win. Um, you had so much. You had by the end, those guys were exhausted because the pace. Like, did you notice how frantic the pace was pretty much from the jump on this match? Yeah, they 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 slowed it down during the commercial break. And other than that, though, like so, they 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 themed it very well to go with the TV time that they they were going with because they that was the only real slow part. They started off kind of you know a lot of crowd jarring back and forth, then they got to it and slowed it down for the commercial. And then when they came back, it was bang 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 bang, just all action to the end. Yeah, um, and the guys were exhausted at the end because there yeah. was that moment where Ricky did the, the flip over MJF and they were supposed to do the bridge out. He actually watched uh, the bridge because he was exhausted. Yeah, he couldn't. And then they did it again and he was able to do it. Yeah. Just barely. Like, just like, barely got it that second time. Barely too. <laughs> got it. And like, you know, he's going for a power bomb, couldn't get the power bomb too. Like it was like MJF was huffing and puffing. Like that was the thing. It was a hundred percent MJF. He was a huffing and a puffing, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But um the end, the flurry at the end, MJF was able to get behind the uh, the ref after he he uh, got out of the Rochambeau, hid behind the ref, pushed the ref out of the way, kicked Ricky Stark square in the nuts, like, was able to get the roll-up, one, two, three, your winner of not only the AEW championship, but also the four-time consecutive diamond ring champion, MJF. 
The only ever Dynamite Diamond Ring champion. Ever. Ever. Which, but it doesn't stop whatever. there, ladies and gentlemen. It does not stop there. Because you know what? We actually have a way to go here. Right after MJF's leaving, cue Brian Danielson. <laughs> and he chases him out of the damn building. Which is fantastic. So, you called this as well, that that's going to be the next. Oh, we both did. You know, it's, it's, it yeah. was pretty obvious. You know, but you called it, you know, that's going to be the next bet. We have, we we were talking about Ricky last week, and the interweaving and long term storytelling. I feel like this match solidifies that. This is definitely because he didn't win clean. We knew he wouldn't. He didn't win clean. Yeah. Ricky looked great. He got over. MJF got over. It is the same as always, right? So there's legs to this. Is it a foregone conclusion that this is, you know, we think it should be, but this is a foregone conclusion. This is the long-term play. I think so. I think, man, like, they got so many people hopefully coming back here for too long, though. Like, Ricky could easily get lost in the shuffle, and I don't want that to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm fearful of that. I'm fearful of when Hangman is healthy and he gets done with his program with Mox, he's going to go after MJF. Right. Or Adam Cole gets healthy and he comes in, he's going to come after it. Yeah, Omega. You know, like well, they got Omega tied up with the trios, which is good for the time being. For least, now, you know, but, but like you have you have Revolution here and not that long. You right. Know, February, March. March. March fifth in San Francisco. Um, so we're not going. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not I am not brand. like you. You talk about using your hotel points, your 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 miles for hotel, not San Francisco or not, because we'll get like a broom closet for half a night. No, I'm, I tease. Yes, just eat some sourdough, maybe get some real Chinese food though in Chinatown. Like I'd be, oh, I'd be we'd, get, we'd get bomb Chinese food for sure. Yes, like I would do that, but um, no, I'm out. Oh, but anyway, like I I want to say. Ricky has solidified himself, and I still believe that. It's just I'm afraid now because they did this, he's gonna get lost in the shuffle again. They're gonna do like the hangman rise, and once he gets there, what do you do? And then they're like so yeah. many before. I tend, and maybe he's just the optimist in me, you know. I tend to think that they've learned from their their, their past, you know, booking shortcomings. There's more people involved in these decision makings backstage that have been around the business longer than Tony has, right? Um, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm talking about you, JR, because once again, JR not on TV, but I, he's got to be running gorilla, right? I think he's got to be, but regardless, the right play is to do that. Even if you bring in, cause you're right. You don't keep hangman. You've already put him up at that level. And if Kenny Omega is not a current tag team or trios champion, or even if he is, he's still Kenny goddamn Omega, right? That doesn't mean you can't have Ricky in that picture too, right? So I'm hopeful they will keep this intertwined because here's the, here's the thing that you can think about too. MJF drops the belt at all out to Kenny. Okay. We'll just throw, pick a name from a hat, right? Kenny Omega, right? Mm-hmm. He can now feud with Ricky outside of that title picture, right? Not for the belt, and then they can come back. I hope they. I hope they do. 
We'll see if they learn from their past shortcomings, long-term booking. We'll see. I think what they should do with him right now, because clearly Danielson's the next. <clears throat> yeah, Danielson's revolution for sure, 100%. Slide him down to the TNT title. Get him a belt. Okay. Make him relevant that way. But then use him. I mean, you don't you don't need Samoa Joe to keep both those belts. Mm-mm. I mean, I like the King of Television shtick, right? You know, Evil Samoa Joe. I dig all that. I do too. But he doesn't need both belts. He doesn't need any belt. If yeah, you're using can. him, well, if, if to your point, if you're using him like you said, put him on the poster because he's a face, right? <laughs> yeah, for Ring of Honor. You can give the belt to Ricky Starks because now you got MJF, Ricky Starks, Jamie Hayter, all the acclaimed, all his champions. Imagine that statement sixteen months ago. <laughs> yeah, homegrown talent. A lot of it. I I dig it. I dig that. Okay. You guys, let us know what you think. What What would you, Fancy Booking Island time? What would you guys do with Ricky Starks right now? Not long term. Right now. Yeah, how are you booking him? Tell us on Twitter, at TotalSpotFest, or if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, just don't forget to hit that like and subscribe. Really appreciate it. And then put a comment down below. Helps. you have any other thoughts about Dynamite from last night, Jamie? No. No, I'm mentally spent because that was, it was a show. That was a hell of a show. And then next week is Holiday oh, Bash. And then, uh, do they have two more shows for the end of the year? I think they do. Yeah. And then they'll have their New Year's Eve show, which is supposed to be in Jacksonville, but I don't know if it is on the 29th. I don't know. Yeah. Or 28th, excuse me. 29th will be at Agnes for the final Jerry Pro show. Friendly reminder, tickets still available. Go to jerryprokc.com. Um, and uh, that's what we got. So uh, catch us next week. We'll go over Holiday Bash. We'll see who else gets r- r- you know railroaded out of WWE for some stupid-ass reason. I'm sure there'll be another one. <laughs> that's yeah. so dumb. So dumb. Agreed. But we will be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Like, subscribe, share, all the things. Thank you for giving us some of your time. We truly do appreciate it. Jamie, take us home, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not down until Spot Fest, I got four words, which two of them are hyphenated. Um, Missouri 67, Kansas 95. Since you and I are just talking, Jamie, you know I edit these, and I'm just going to cut that fucking thing out of this. <laughs> all right? So. Bye-bye. <laughs> Peace.